Oil prices has been all over the place because there's so much instability in the markets, which is why it's so illiquid right now. The volumes for future oil prices is the lowest they've been in a long time. And it's the market sell-offs that have been driving most of these oil prices. Oil prices should be much higher, and they're not. But based on fundamentals, the supply has never been so tight. I mean, if this was uh, 2008 under George Bush, oil would be over $140 a barrel like they were. If it was under Obama, it'd be $130 a barrel. But they are doing everything they can to reduce the price of oil. Right now, WTI crude is trading at 88.64. Uh, Brent crude is 94.47. The G7 agrees on oil price cap as Moscow threatens to halt gas supply to Europe. Now, we know that this isn't going to do anything because so far, Russia has evaded the sanctions. He's gone around all of the, the, the EU, NATO, uh, America. In addition, he's dropping bombs in a peaceful country, all the while he's selling just as much oil as before the war. So if you think putting a price cap on Russia, who bombs innocent people, if you think that's going to work, you, I, you've got something else coming. Because here's the deal. If, if, you, if you're a country and say, hey, we need a million barrels a day, and you are you have to sell it to me for $30 a barrel less than you sell it to China and India. He's going to tell you to take a hike. I mean, he just cut off the Nord Stream pipeline, the natural gas that runs through Germany. He just cut them off. Now, they're blaming on a natural gas leak, but here's the deal. It's part of the plan, guys. And so that's going to drive the demand for crude up in a massive way because instead of burning natural gas, they have to burn oil. I mean, how else are you going to get energy out there? You can't build wind turbines fast enough, which Germany, they hate green. I mean, they were all about it, and all of a sudden their energy prices skyrocketed, and they went back to coal, they went back to natural gas. They found out it was much cheaper. I mean, green tech has been around for 50 years, and, they, and we still choose fossil fuels. There's a reason for it. Um, so anyways, what do I think about the G7 uh, uh, agreeing upon the price cap on Russian oil? I think you guys are a bunch of idiots. That's what I think. Uh, it isn't going to work. Um, and then here's another uh, dumbass group, ESG, okay? The Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governance, ESG, movement has produced an opaque and perverse system in which some financial companies no longer make decisions in the best interest of their shareholders or their clients, but instead use their financial clout to push a social and political agenda shrouded in secrecy, Heger said in a statement, okay? And it's so true. I mean, these they're blinded by uh, the science facts and the oil industry and the fossil fuel industry and natural gas destroying the world, even though that... Uh, uh, these methane numbers are dropping and, and, and we're getting healthier, healthier and we're living longer. It's a bunch of lies. And they make decisions based upon lies. And they're controlling large companies. Um, large companies like uh, uh, BNP, uh, Credit Suisse Bank, Deutsche Bank, Jupiter Fund Management, PLC, Norda Bank, Schroeder's PLC, Savaska, Swedish Bank, uh, and 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 also 350 funds. 
I mean, that's a massive amount of money that's sidelined away from the fossil fuel industry simply because of an, an agenda, because of a company, uh, a corporation, a controlling company that pushes the green and the global warming BS down the throats of everyone called ESG. It's just unbelievable. I mean, I told you, we, I had many people ask me, well, with, with, with Joe Biden in office, it's going to... Uh, uh, oil prices are going to tank. And I said, no, quite the opposite. His policies are going to destroy the American oil and gas industry, and it's going to push that agenda mainstream, causing the whole world to reduce dependence on fossil fuels. But really, it's going to uh, reduce the amount of investment in oil and gas. And look where we are. The demand for oil has grown, all the while they spent $5 trillion dollars on green technology, only reducing our fossil fuel demand by 2%, and oil demand is growing. I mean, we're, we're in a recession. China is using at a, oil at an all-time low, and oil's over $90 a barrel. I mean, when China comes back online, we lose the SBR, and we lose Russian oil come December. I mean, we're going to lose uh, 1.3 to potentially 1.7 million barrels of oil. Uh, Europe just got cut off from natural gas from Russia. I mean, we're in a mess, guys. And idiots like this, while energy prices are skyrocketing and people in the EU are going to freeze to death and people are uh, losing their homes and not able to feed their kids because of these high energy prices. And then you got guys like ESG and, and the guy in office talking about how evil fossil fuels are. It's just ridiculous. Oil rallies ahead of OPEC plus meeting. You know, this is what's amazing about the oil industry. It's the most easily manipulated industry. Um, all you have to do is let's say, let's say we're in a massive recession. Let's say we have COVID lockdowns um, and we all of a sudden we invent this amazing technology reducing half the oil demand. Well, OPEC, all they have to do is offset it. They could offset anything, okay, because we're not producing enough oil anymore. During the days of uh, uh, Donald Trump, and I will give uh, Obama uh, credit, uh, during that time, we were producing so much oil, we told Saudi Arabia to jump off a cliff. We didn't need them anymore and that, there, because there was an oil glut. We weren't tapping into our savings. We weren't begging Saudi Arabia for oil. We were producing so much oil that... No matter what OPEC did, they could curb production, they could increase production, and we knew that there was enough oil where it didn't even matter, causing oil prices to average 50-something dollars a barrel for five years. Energy prices have never been so low. Fast forward, all of these energy policies, all these campaign promises saying they're going to put oil companies in prison, um, we're going to shut them down, we're going to put restrictions on them. I mean, California is is going as far to say, oh, we're not going to sell gasoline-powered cars by 2035. Guys, it's a joke. It, all of these, all of this rhetoric, all these policies, all of these enforcements, all of this red tape is only reducing investment capital in the oil and gas industry, reducing oil output. We're in a, a five-year underinvestment cycle. There's a $1.7 trillion deficit to bridge the gap from how much demand versus production. There's no way we're going to get there, guys. We are in this situation for the long haul. Once we lose Russian oil, once uh, in, in, in you look at what's happening in Iraq right now, Violence in Baghdad is one thing. 
and has the potential to mildly move markets as fears increase of threats to the oil industry in OPEC's second largest producer nation. Violence in Basra, the heart of Iraqi oil, is quite another thing. This is not a separate incident from what has happened in Baghdad, and that is significant. This is spreading of the political unrest in Baghdad as rival Shiite groups via for power. The clashes both in Baghdad and Basra are between al-Sadraf supporters and pro-Iranian Shiite faction. Okay, Iran. All right. In the meantime, oil prices this week have dropped significantly, unfazed by the situation in Iraq so far, or the resumption of violence last week in Libya, though instability in both venues could put upward pressure on prices in a tight market. Now, here's the deal. So Iran wants Iraq, okay? And somebody, I forget the guy's name, but somebody just recently stepped down. Iran's winning this thing in Iraq. Now, Iran wants to surround Saudi Arabia. Iran and Saudi Arabia are at war in Syria, at war in Yemen, and now they're about to be at war in Iraq. Saudi Arabia should be sending their military force to help change the course of Iraq because that's an important country, okay? They're the second largest producer of oil for OPEC. Number two, in their civil unrest there right now, if we lose that oil, oil prices are going to go up to, to $150 to $200 a barrel. Okay, and so here's the thing. Iran wants to control Saudi Arabia. They are at war. Not only are they at war over uh, uh, financial reasons, but they're at war for religious reasons. We're talking about a religion to cause you to jump into an airplane and crash into a building, killing yourself and everybody on the airplane, doing it for Allah. These guys are crazy. They think that in order to get to heaven, we got to kill people and we got to kill the infidels and whatever. They, it's a religious war, guys. You don't get in between a religious war. It's like jumping into the middle of a, a two pit bulls going at it. You stick your hand in there, you're going to get bit. These guys are never going to stop. It's a war. That's why they hate Israel. Guys, look, if you're not religious, fine. I'm a religious person. But if you're not religious, you need to pay attention. Guys, it's not going to end out there. It's only going to get worse. Iran is taking over Iraq because they want to surround the country. They've already sent their Houthi drones in there. Iran runs Houthi drones. They've already sent those Houthi drones in to drop bombs on key oil facilities. And they are, they, they, they're trying to take over Yemen on the south. They're taking over Syria in the northwest. And now they're taking over Iraq. And then they got them surrounded. And now it puts... It puts the crown Saudi prince in a major corner. Now, here's the deal. The only reason why MBS needs America is for military support. Well, we've pulled out our military support. I truly believe that this new BRICS, BRICS is coming together. Right now, the major parties is uh, uh, China and uh, Russia. But Saudi Arabia is looking to sign Iran, Turkey, uh, uh, all these other surrounding countries are look, looking to sign with these. And I think it comes down to this. Look, if you want production, if you want protection, Saudi Arabia, you're going to side with us. Because right now, Iran has you surrounded. And if you don't side with us, we're going to cut you out. See, here's the thing. China needs resources. They need oil. They, are the, the, they consume more oil than most other countries, second to America. Okay, they need a massive amount of oil. 
in order to grow their infrastructure. And so they're solidifying these relationships with like Russia. Okay. The only reason why Russia was able to do what they've done in Ukraine and get away with it is because of India and China. Okay. India is part of this. They're bypassing the petrodollar, the buying oil from one another. They're tired of the American grip, the American police officer, the American control. They're tired of it. And so I see this happening. I see China and Russia coming together and cutting off America from oil. I mean, Russia is already doing this to Ukraine. That's how they are controlling things right now. And that's the only reason why they're getting away with it. I mean, if, if Russia didn't have energy, they would have been done a long time ago. And so that's how important energy is. So I wouldn't be surprised if China, Russia, and Iran are putting so much pre pressure on the Saudi Arabia that Saudi Arabia signs some sort of agreement, kind of like what... Saudi Arabia signed with America. We made a deal with Saudi Arabia. If you sell your oil in U.S. currency, we will protect your lands. That's how the petrodollar was born. And that's why every time someone buys a barrel of oil, it's done in USD, U.S. currency. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they strike a deal with Saudi Arabia. It'd be, it'd be so big for these guys. It'd be so big for China. It'd be so big for Russia. I mean, because imagine if Russia makes threats to Saudi Arabia saying, hey, we're going to do whatever we can to cut you off from being able to sell oil in the Middle East. We're going to bomb every single ship. Because, I mean, he's got, Russia has uh, Iran in their back pocket. And, I, and Russia and, and, and China are working together. And the, ultimately, China wants to be the global force, the global power. And the only way to do that is to have control over America. Because if China does something like drop a bomb in Taiwan, he will get sanctioned because the U.S. dollar is the most powerful currency. He'll get sanctioned, and China can't afford that. But if, if China has some sort of leverage like Russia has on Ukraine, now, now he could get away with taking over Taiwan. I mean, it's one of the largest chip manufacturers. Of course, China wants to get his hands on that. And so bottom line, if you have Saudi Arabia, if you have Iraq, you own oil. Guys, I'm here to tell you, they are putting their chess pieces in place, outsmarting America when it comes to fossil fuels. America thought they could outsmart the world by uh, being a pioneer with green technology, but it's going to take a long... I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in 30 years. Are we going to have artificial intelligence? Are we going to uh, be able to uh, fly to uh, Pluto? I don't know. What technology is going to be available 30 years from now? It's hard to tell. I mean, Back to the Future got it wrong. And so there's so many arrogant, prideful people that say, hey, we could replace fossil fuels, but we haven't done it. I mean, they, like I said before, they spent $5 trillion and they weren't able to get it done. All the while... Uh, if, if in the news here, all the while, U.S. rig count slips amid retreat in crude prices. Rig, crown, rig count is dropping. It, if, if you had a billion dollars and oil prices were $5 a barrel, it doesn't matter. If you're funding the rigs to drill, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if oil prices are $5 a barrel or $500 a barrel. If they're not being funded, they're not going to drill. 
period. End of story. There is an underinvestment in the oil and gas industry going on right now. We need we need money in the oil and gas industry like you've never seen before. Oil slumps in low volume trading after Iraq claims supply nerves. Okay, and so look, the 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 oil and gas industry, the future market, all of those stockbrokers, they are not getting involved because of the volatility of the oil and gas industry, or they're taking marching orders from ESG. I mean, because you think about it, there was over 350 companies that I mentioned that are playing the ESG game and 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 pushing an agenda versus what is best for their uh, clients. And all of these brokers are listening to the buying signals. I mean, they're, 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 they're at the heartbeat of what is going on in the world, and they're not buying crude futures. I mean, they're saying, oh, it's because of the volatility now. I mean, I'm not as smart as these guys that read the markets every day, all day long, and I could, I could put money into it and easily make money. In fact, I've done that in the past. I just don't have time to keep up with all that stuff. I'm more of a ground floor kind of guy. But bottom line, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that oil prices will go up. Fundamentally speaking, if you look at what happened in Russia, if you look at what happening is, is happening in China, I mean, we are already in a recession, China recession. Uh, Mr. Xi of, of China has the ability to end COVID restrictions any moment. At any, I mean, it's at his discretion. He could end it today if he wanted to. And so I truly believe that he's putting the chips in place, the chess pieces in place, preparing, and he wants Saudi Arabia in his back pocket before he opens up China because he needs oil. He needs more than just Russian oil. He needs Saudi Arabia oil. He wants oil, and he wants to buy it for cheap, okay? And so I think, I think Iran is going to increase via the Houthi rebel proxy, increase attacks on Saudi Arabia. I don't know when, but it's coming. It's coming to show uh, a place of force because I know that they're using it as a threat towards Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia is holding out for America with hopes that Biden will change his mind and bring more protections. Hopefully somehow uh, they'll spit it in a way to where, listen, if you don't protect Saudi Arabia, China is going to take over. Russia is going to take over. Iran is going to take over. And so somehow, some way, spin that in a way to where it means more, just as much to America as it does to them. But here's the deal. It doesn't matter what happens in the markets. Come uh, the, the meeting, I believe it's on Monday, the OPEC meeting, uh, their decision is to keep oil over $90 a barrel. Now, if, if, if there is uh, good news coming into that meeting as far as like maybe China coming online or some sort of news that causes oil prices to go up, I believe that they'll keep things steady. Uh, in the event that oil prices spikes for some reason, uh, I think they may or may not increase uh, output. But in the event that we see a, a drop, let's say oil prices are around the $89 uh, dollar mark, I think they're going to curb uh, oil production because they want oil prices to go up because they've lost a lot of money 
And Saudi Arabia knows that they need to start developing oil and gas again. They have just been taking in profits. Normally, they use those profits to develop even more oil and gas. They haven't found, they haven't made any major discoveries in a long time, nor has any other country. The, the last major discovery was the shale play in America, and none of the banks are funding that anymore. It's the fastest uh, declining oil formation that ever existed. Uh, if, if Saudi Arabia was producing oil from shale, um, they'd be dry already, okay? And so um, there, there hasn't been any major developments for the oil and gas industry, and the only hope at this point is that somehow, some way, somebody invents something in green that actually really works. And even if they invented it today, the years it would take to put the infrastructure in place. I mean, if everybody got a Tesla today, because we built a solar power panel that is a uh, hundred times more efficient and a hundred times smaller and a hundred times more uh, cost effective, economically feasible. Even if that happened today, it would take trillions and years just to build the infrastructure to be able to get that energy to your home just so you could charge your Tesla. Guys, the promises that have been made from the top are ignorant. It was, it was to get your vote. It was to win. They lied to you. They misled you. And now you're, Europe is starving. And now these countries are getting controlled and manipulated by Russia. But if we were doing what we're supposed to do, if we're producing more energy, Russia would have zero power. Iran and China are, are in, in Russia, all of those, those countries are coming together with BRICS to bypass American uh, petrodollar to start buying and selling oil in their own currencies. If they get Saudi Arabia, it's game over. And if they all come together and cut off American oil, we're going to be just like Europe. It's going to be game over. All right, guys, I'm Sean Pruitt, president of Kingdom Exploration. If you're interested in the oil and gas industry, please subscribe to my channel. Uh, if you're interested in looking at oil and gas uh, drilling, uh, we're drilling oil wells. If you're interested in looking at some oil and gas drilling opportunities, uh, go on my description below, click on the link, fill out the form. I would love to chat with you. Thanks.